0: Hi, and welcome to First Ease with Reba and Ross. I'm Ross. I'm Reba. Uh, Today, we've got two more episodes of Venture Brothers. We're getting towards the end of the season. Uh, Both of these, I thought, were pretty uh, pretty universe-building-heavy or mythology-heavy episodes. Like, there's a lot of background going on.
1: Yeah, I would agree.
0: Yeah. Well, should we start? Uh, We'll just start with Are You There, God? It's me, Dean. Yeah. So Um... what do you think of this one?
1: I, I liked this one. I thought the introduction of the Guild of Calamitous Intent uh-huh. was was neat. Yeah. Because, like, even in this world, you have, uh, like, the evil in the universe has, like, a governing body that's like, don't go this far. Go <laughs> right. <out." laughs>
0: there are rules and regulations to all of this. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I introduced the idea that they could, uh, or if someone... Had a medical emergency, then you have to accommodate for that. But it's fair, you know. <laughs> yeah. Brock and Hank were used as collateral, so that <laughs> they couldn't just run off on their own ways.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. the The Gilda Clemens intent is a pretty. Uh, uh, it, that comes back quite a bit. Uh, you might. Yeah. I don't know if you did any research on that or looked no. up the term or anything. Okay, I, cool. I,
1: I was a good first time watcher this week and didn't really do much research
0: yeah so so that's that is a big introduction i was trying to remember watching this episode whether they'd referenced that at all i don't don't think 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 so
1: that was the first time i'd heard of it yeah
0: i think that was it yeah but yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot of character development in this one. Uh or at least mm-hmm. more backstory given to a lot of these characters. Like Billy yeah. Quizboy got a little bit more. Uh they explained that he does have a, a growth or hormone or growth hormone uh deficiency, right. which is why he looks young. Right. So he still kind of goes by Boy Genius even though he's not a boy anymore because right. it sounds more impressive than yeah. adult genius. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's more with the monarch. Uh, just, just how sad. Yeah, <laughs> he is, I guess. that
1: was so sad. Like, um, they're like he takes Hank and and Brock back, but when he he like introduces them, it makes it feel less like they're hostages and more like they're you know <laughs> like friends. they're guests. You yeah, know? in the meantime, yeah. well, <laughs>
0: I like Hank bringing up. Last time he was there and like a deal, Dill is Dangerous, and mm-hmm. how he was just in some you know stinky prison cell. He's like, <laughs> You
1: broke my heart, Hank. <laughs> right, yeah. right back when, yeah,
0: Hank didn't take him seriously or know who he was or anything. Right. <laughs>
1: um, I also love in the um, when he's taking them back to the cocoon, Hank is looking through the gill, the, the handbook, yeah. And he's like, wow, this law is called Rusty's Law. My dad used to be called Rusty. (laughs) And and the monarch's like, yeah, your grandpa kind of messed your dad up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like that he's kind of envious of Jonas for how badly he messed up Rusty Venture. It's like he could never be that effective (laughs) or that effectively ruin him. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. I bring that back, but have it through other characters. Kind of, right? And this time it's not just you know, yeah, Rusty having hallucinations or memories. It's
1: yeah, it's like it's actually somebody else kind of confirming that. Oh yeah, his dad was kind of right. You know, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: so that was good. Uh, I liked the way Brock was kind of. Sympathetic towards the monarch. Right. And the only reason he really goes on his big rampage is to make him feel useful.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, That's. The, I know. I love that. The little shared look in the communicators, like. And Brock, thanks.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. After, after yeah. going through his whole monarch spiel, just. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanking Brock for killing a bunch of his henchmen and right. <laughs> destroying wings of the cocoon <laughs> and stuff. Uh, yeah so that was that was good uh they you know sort of make it look like monarch and dr girlfriend are still having kind of issues <laughs> a little a bit. bit a little a bit a little bit more yeah. just more just with the weird like sexual hang-ups or like yeah. they hint that like the idea of the monarch bringing in brock and Hank. Isn't that weird to right. her she's not like shocked by that. Tanks like, too okay. far, but Yeah,
1: that's what that that's what I was gonna say. It's like she's okay with having a threesome. Uh huh. But you know, bringing in the kid.
0: That's a little that's weird. A little too. And she yeah. says, Can't we just use the puppet again? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Another and, weird thing that you just get a hint of with the monarch and uh but yeah, she's yeah. also obviously attracted to Brock, which is
1: well, yeah, <laughs> why she's and okay you know, I I wonder if it's like his his reputation precedes him, <laughs> probably. Um, but I love that I love that he doesn't go like that's just not in his his thoughts, like in the entire thought process of going through like that whole rampage, right? It's like he's not, he no, he's he's not here to actually like seriously do the something well yeah he's a violent guy but he's not a rapist yeah (laughs) like
0: he wouldn't do that right but but yeah his whole thing was kind of fun or or just the rampage like that was a pretty decent plot line gives a little bit more so or revisit some stuff with the monarch i guess that we haven't had for a little while
1: right um
0: but uh i don't know i i liked the way this one was put together they had the in in media res opening like both this and the next episode i thought kind of hinted at what would it like typically be like an adventure cartoon plot so like yeah. this one is you know like exactly. it opens up they've already been captured by the monarch mm-hmm. so like it's about all the stuff around that rather than like the actual adventure mm-hmm. that would lead up to it yeah um
1: <laughs> yeah i thought that i thought that too i like that you didn't see what they why they were there but mm-hmm. you know
0: Yep, and uh, let's see what else I have here. We had uh, m- we we got to see Billy Quizboy and Pete White's operations. Yeah, <laughs> just a mostly camper. just yeah, just Pete White like playing GTA Three in a camper. Yeah, <laughs> for uh, conjectural technologies.
1: Um, I yeah, I love that. I wrote down that they're like a, an old married couple. <laughs> where, <laughs> yeah, they kind of are. Uh, Billy is, like, cleaning while Pete's playing video games. Uh Uh-huh. Um. You're you're like,
0: that that looks familiar now.
1: (laughs) I didn't want to say anything. (laughs) But I, um, like, I just love that. It looks like a bunch of paydays there when he's, like, getting Mm -hmm. mad at Pete for not flushing in the stool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, so their their partnership. Uh, since Billy is a genius, I guess he has some use there, and you yeah. know, just brings brings uh, Pete along as a technical
1: right. Advisor. And you know, like what did what did Pete do in that episode other than play Nothing, video games? Really, you know, it's like it, like I feel like it looks like it's they're that like relationship is being set up to where pete's the guy and then um you know billy's his sidekick when really <laughs> yeah it's, it's all billy <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah pretty much so yeah that that's that is was an odd or kind of a silly subplot with all this you know just dean's t- t- testicular torsion yeah but you know it, it, i i feel like they probably have the idea of uh you know mixing up the characters and getting Hank and Brock in the cocoon and but yeah. then also bringing the Guild of Calamus intent so like that was more of a plot device but they still have a lot of fun with that.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I noticed like when I was watching it and taking notes I noticed that I was like not writing as much about Dean's like, yeah side like even though even though the title
0: right. mentions
1: Dean it's like that's still just kind of like the side yeah um i love in the uh, like the climax of the um of the episode where hank and uh or where brock is in the rampage and and the monarch gets into it and then billy is and um pete are are in surgery here's dr venture just sitting and watching tv on the couch (laughs) right that's all he's doing yeah
0: like, yeah, he, he is, you it'll know, you know, be all right. All
1: this stuff is going on around it, but yeah. Um, there's
0: well. there's an interesting phrase or like quick line Rusty has about that when he looks like, like he's blaming himself for what happened with Dean, uh, where he just kind of says offhandedly like, "I could have fixed this in the prototype phase." Yeah, <laughs> <To> like, hmm, <laughs> what's <Right>. going on? <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, that that's about all I had on that particular storyline. Uh, I thought Doctor Orpheus's gift was kind of funny. They the <laughs> he gives fetish theme, doll. Yeah, Zuni fetish doll. Yeah, yeah. For being such a little trooper.
1: And I loved, um, I loved Triana coming in at the end. Is this the most humiliating moment of your life?
0: Right. I liked uh, the little bit earlier uh, where Doctor Venture talks about Triana. <laughs>
1: and he's just shaking. Yeah, yeah, cause he he, he but, thinks
0: girls that dress like that. But- you know they they probably are on the dope and stuff yeah. like you on the dope yeah it's a drug thing
1: but yeah uh, uh and i love that um throughout the uh, like hank is given a henchman's like clothing
0: right because he feels uncomfortable wearing the same outfit too, twice in a row
1: yeah. <laughs> and then uh, by the end of it when um when Dean is better and Rusty calls the the monarch, uh, Hank is actually wearing the monarch's crown. and saying, <laughs> yeah. And the monarch's like, no, it's a birthday party. We're having a party. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, yeah. Which was true. <laughs> I, yeah, it, it was. It wasn't a um,
1: lie. I did love going back to the beginning of that birthday party when mm. they yelled surprise and the monarch, like, Knocked a guy out.
0: <laughs> yeah, shot him with some kind of dart. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's just like oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yep, that's the monarch. Yeah. So is there? Uh, yeah, anything else? I I had the like, sight sight gag at the end. I liked uh, the the li- or or not sight gag, but the uh the PSA they do about yeah. torsion. I like the way that everybody's eyes are going left to right, right as if they're reading cue like cards yeah. behind the screen. Yeah, that was pretty fun.
1: Yeah, I like that too. And I loved that I love that it ended it began and it ended in the same way, only like Hank is the one with testicular torsion. Right, right. At the end. <laughs> and
0: um, they both reported it right away. Yeah. Which is important. <laughs> so I, I think that's about all I had on that one. Anything else?
1: I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. I I like I just love the I loved Rusty's um I wanna say the reaction to everything like it's clearly blood on brock and and the monarch (laughs) and them and he's just like whatever i'm gonna go back down to the amazon and we can get we can continue this (laughs) he (laughs) just doesn't really care yeah he's moving on
0: (laughs) yeah so we ready for past tense then the next episode uh Yeah, so this was another really backstory-heavy episode. It
1: was, and I liked I liked it. I liked the stories that you were told.
0: From the college days. Yeah. Where they, I wasn't 100% sure why they went with, like, the sitcom, like, laugh track. I, I love the I laugh track. I, yeah, it was funny. I wasn't sure if that was, like, a reference to something in particular or whether it's just, like, Scooby-Doo cartoons and, like, early Flintstones-era ones, too, where they would do laugh tracks and things. Oh, like... they...
1: oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, it was just kind of funny to me that <laughs> the college days had a laugh track. But I feel like,
1: know. you know, I felt like that was appropriate. Yeah. I feel like your college days should have a laugh track. <laughs> it's just a fun yeah. period, huh? Like, yeah.
0: yeah. But, yeah. Um, it's kind of funny they they uh, just have everybody having grown up together. Yeah, yeah. They were uh, let's see, Rusty was roommates mm-hmm. with Brock Sampson, mm-hmm. and uh, Pete White was roommates with uh, Baron Underbite. Yeah, and then uh, I guess they were just friends with Their... uh, oh, Mike, Mike, the villain, and then the the Monarch was somewhere around there. Yeah, and yeah. I think I... they they give him a little bit about more backstory from his college days and either either in the next couple episodes or in like season two or something yeah but they yeah. eventually get to it
1: <laughs> i i loved hank's reaction like to finding out that even the monarch yeah was there It's like hold on <laughs> you're telling me you went to college with these guys like what
0: yeah and it, it just it all that feels like uh like, whenever they do spinoffs or cartoon off things where they're like, whoa, it's all these characters from way before and they just improbably all knew each other then. Or, yeah. or something like Muppet Babies, where it's just like, they just knew each other as oh, babies. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Except, you know, in this case, it's the college years. Yeah. Um, I liked how they tied all that, or all the flashback stuff in, with uh, the flashbacks you had earlier this season for Brock. Oh, you, yeah, with the, had, yeah.
1: the Yeah, I was going to mention that too. The... Killing the guy on the football team. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So
0: so that, uh, and that was, that was kind of smart because they used, they used that and, you know, him getting drunk afterwards and like tying it to the modern day scene to like kind of bring his like rageaholic persona back a little bit, but to like make it make sense within the context of the show. Yeah. So it didn't seem so much like he was a different character at the beginning and then they changed their mind on him. It's like, okay, well. The guy he has been lately is more who he really is, but then he has these moments and these outbursts and things. So. Yeah. That was smart. Uh, uh, Again, like, this one has an opening that hints at other adventures that that the show just, like, kind of works around. Like, the fact that they were with the ant people and, like, saving them and the whole thing with Hank and the Ant Queen and stuff. Brock and the Ant Ant Queen. Yeah. Yeah, that's just... Referenced and never, yeah, (laughs) never seen.
1: Right. Uh, Um, I loved in the beginning, like, um, showing showing Dean's naivete about uh um, the dead bodies, like seeing dead bodies. Like, oh, I don't want to see a dead body. And Hank is like, dude, Brock killed dervishes in our room like two (laughs) nights ago, Or, or yeah, however many. You know, and Dean's like, well, no, he we just knocked them out. And he's like, they took them out in body bags. Those were sleeping, sleeping bags. bags. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, so, like, he just doesn't want to see that. Yeah. He, yeah. Like he said, you you know. he's just
0: a very naive kid. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. And that again brings or reinforces the idea that Hank is maybe a tiny bit more aware of what's going on. He's still, you know, really stupid and naive about a lot of stuff too, but, but yeah. Just maybe not as much as Dean. Right. Uh, <laughs> I like another thing with Hank being Hank also being kind of naive like having no idea or being confused when uh the, you know, casket handcuffs go off and then uh or everybody's like knocked out and d- flown off into the sky and he's just like okay is that supposed to happen right. <laughs> like he just doesn't understand yeah uh, yeah i like the way that they use this as an opportunity to introduce the original team venture like right. all the other characters or at least the ones that are still alive so you know yeah. not major tom but <laughs> But uh, right. Colonel Gentleman,
1: uh, yeah, and
0: uh, yeah, Kano, and
1: it's Auto Aquarius. Like, yeah. yeah, I looked yeah. that up. Yeah, I had to look that up.
0: Too. <laughs> I couldn't oh, um... remember that well at all. I don't know if like a lot of these characters don't show up that much anymore. But I liked, uh, yeah, I liked I like Auto Aquarius. That he's like technically the most exotic of all of them. Like he's a half Atlantean like fish right. person. But he has, like, no real utility on the team. And he's just... Like, in the episode, they don't make it clear, really, what he is. Aside from he's, like, really... Like, he's, like, a Christian evangelist, kind of. Yeah. Uh, Like, online, I I looked up his character, because I I really didn't remember much about that at all. And they, uh depending on the source, like, on some of the extra features on the set, mm-hmm. they say that he's a Mormon or he's with the Church of Latter-day Saints. Oh. And then, but if you go to the guy who voices him's webpage, it says that he's a, uh, uh or it says that he's a Jehovah's Witness.
1: Okay. <laughs> so, See, that's what I thought, because the pamphlet that he yeah. hands out was a, like, very clear, like, uh... It seemed like it was a, a Jehovah's Witness yeah, I never had been. a Mormon come to my door. Yeah. Th- so like I mean, like, that's, well, I mean what they do. that's what I'm, well, I know <laughs> that's what they do. I'm just saying like I I've had more experience with Jehovah's Witnesses so I can't say Right. but like that he's It's not real specific. But but yeah, that's what that was the thing I wrote down too. I was like like he's the just the for for a um quirk
0: uh-huh
1: for like a an action hero being a jehovah's witness i mean i guess in this universe doesn't really wouldn't really surprise me but it's <laughs> not still... the most common sort of thing
0: no and like he's you know he's kind of a pacifist guy and he does so he all he does when they uh go to rescue everybody is just like open the door and like he's this real brief distraction and yeah. then everybody just runs in yeah
1: uh
0: but yeah you've got action man who farts <laughs> all the
1: time really
0: flatulent and yeah old
1: i love that
0: i like that you see a brief bit with him and genie uh major tom's widow yeah yeah <laughs> uh, great. let's see yeah kano yeah. just had a little bit with his uh yeah very strong has delicate hands
1: right
0: (laughs) it's very precise yeah and not that much with colonel gentleman yeah no there wasn't he he comes back a little bit i think in later seasons yeah he's sort of james bond-esque hence the gentleman Uh, thing um yeah i liked their go team venture yeah and how enthralled Dean and Hank are by it, because it's so much cooler than what they can do. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, the team definitely seems like they've seen better days. Like, uh, yeah. even Dr. Orpheus seems like he might be too much for them. <laughs> like Even though he really does get like injured during the fight, because he yeah. can do illusions, but he can't actually like turn into snakes or anything. Right. So he just still gets hit. What's <laughs> that?
1: Oh, you looked the, like you were gonna say something. I yeah, I, I lost what it was, but I remember now. The um, the homing device in Venture's Molar. Uh huh. <laughs> that his dad put in there because he kept he had a penchant for getting kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> He's
0: still doing it. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, I I love that, and uh, the quip um, when they're in the the old um dorm room and they find the molar Mm -hmm. um how well i bet he just took it out as an act of of rebellion (laughs) right (laughs) like Like, of course yeah
0: remove a tooth that'll show him yeah uh so what do you think of mike (laughs) he's just kind of more of a plot device i guess yeah yeah
1: because he doesn't show up he gets mentioned again i think Uh uh-huh but i always wondered where he lived Cause he was always in Rusty's. Yeah,
0: room. yeah. Like the first time you see him, you think of him as probably like Rusty's roommate. But he's not. Yeah, <laughs> that was Brock. Yeah. So he's just kind of a guy he knew in
1: college. Yeah. Just, just a friend. Who
0: they yeah. just kind of, you know, <laughs> all, I, all had slighted him in some way.
1: Right. I loved, um, I loved him listing off everything they did, like you know, how mm. he's allergic to oregano. Um, right. But they didn't know that, and Underbite made him smoke yeah oregano making him think it was pot right
0: yeah. some of the uh some of what they did to him was like so minor or like rusty in particular like a D game yeah <laughs> it was like man uh yeah uh, yeah There. then pete white the whole college radio prank and uh and mm-hmm. that well what was it that he wanted brock for because he didn't know that brock had had sex with leslie i don't
1: remember i was gonna ask you yeah because, oh. um,
0: Cause, yeah, they kind of flashed like, over that. Like I they, think... they then went into just you know that it was the same day Brock had killed Tommy, and like right. kind of lost his mind and <laughs> got drunk and then got kicked out and joined the army.
1: Yeah, because um, when Brock came back, he uh, oh it was the, the same day as the D and D game. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Are you looking at a? Episode? I'm looking at the episode, <laughs> trying to figure out what it is that
0: um, um, that he wanted Brock for that he already knew about.
1: Oh, oh, he th- he threw Mike out the dorm room window.
0: Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. No,
0: that was a real quick thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: but, you know. I he, Brock can't be held responsible for that. I mean, he was in a rage. Yeah. Yeah. That's. But he just
0: can't control himself. No. And I like that Mike really was dead. So, like, even after he was dead, he wanted to get back at them. (laughs) So, had his robots do it. Yeah. And uh, there there are some fun little details. Like, I like that there's wall art for Leslie Cohen also Mm -hmm. in there. Like, the guy was just completely obsessed. Right. And uh,
1: And when they, um, when they were, or when he was telling them how much he loved Leslie, and they were like, well, shouldn't you be saying this to her i can't i have a restraining order
0: <laughs> right you don't know what the story is there but he yeah. did something
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: oh yeah that a lot of backstory on that one like I, I was trying to remember how much of that ever came up in another like meaningful way or what right. like some of it does i think but yeah, yeah i'm sure they're just they're doing a lot to build out all these extra characters that they've introduced in the last few. yeah, It's cool. It because is. They spent a lot of time early on with the primary cast. Now they're building up a supporting cast. Mm-hmm. and season two, they get to really go crazy with it all.
1: That's cool. If you're struggling oh. with bipolar depression...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Reba's on the internet and it thinks she's struggling with bipolar depression.
1: I'm or, not, guys. Um, That's good. Okay. Good news. Um, yeah, I love that Once, once they defeated Mike, Mm -hmm. the, they just left Pete and Underbite in the dungeon. Yeah. And, like, hey, like, wait.
0: Yep, just left him behind. And then you get a little piece at the end about uh, uh, Brock leaving the same day that uh, Jonas Jr. Or not Jr., Jonas Sr. died
1: oh yeah Yeah. that's right i was trying to remember what that was yeah oh yeah by the way somebody (laughs) from venture industries called your dad died
0: yeah very formative day in college yeah
1: (laughs) so yeah i think that's
0: about all i had on past tense
1: i think that's all i have too Mm -hmm. yeah
0: all right so for next week we've got the last two episodes of the season so we're wrapping up our venture brothers coverage uh, yes. we've got Trial of the Monarch first yes. and then uh, Return uh, to Spider right. School Island right yeah. and uh, in addition to that if you've got the DVD there's a uh, Christmas special <laughs> in the extra features. so we might talk a little bit about that it's not very long it's only an 11 minute short um, we also might watch the first episode of season two not to really discuss that episode in depth but because there's a pretty big cliffhanger at the end of season one and it would be fun to be able to kind of talk about that a little more in depth knowing where it's leading into in the rest of the show so uh yeah uh so a little more homework this week than usual uh you know those those last two episodes the christmas special and Season two, I believe, is still on Netflix, so that shouldn't be hard to get oh, a hold yeah. of. Uh, I definitely watched the first episode. Uh, season two is great in general, so feel free to watch that further. But, uh, yeah, otherwise, I think we're done for the week. All right. Well,'ll catch you next week.